invitation for today is an ancient prayer and a desperate need of the human heart if we're not to throw our lives away. God, this is Psalm 90 verse 11, teach us to number our days so that we might gain a heart of wisdom. And I long for that for me and for you. I'm so grateful to be a part of this community of the withered hand as I think about so many of you who I know and who I love who I am so grateful for. That language, if you're new to these videos, comes from a story where Jesus is in a synagogue and there's a man with a withered hand, his shame, his weakness, and Jesus uh, has him stand up in front of everybody and says, stretch out your hand. And it's such an extraordinary story where the man's great shame is exposed. And, and Jesus asks him to do the one thing he can't do. And then Jesus gives him the power to do what he cannot do. And that coming into the light and being honest about who we are and celebrating personal inadequacy is what makes us all together something that I feel so deeply a part of the fellowship of the withered hand. And in that fellowship, we need help to number our days. Now, you number something when it is both finite and of great value. Because if you have an infinite supply of something, you can never run out, so you don't need to track it. And if whatever it is doesn't matter to you, you don't need to track it because if it runs out, you don't care. But if it's prized and it's limited, then you number it, then you track it, then you count it. This is a sea-salted, dark chocolate-covered almond from Trader Joe's. There are a box of them in the cabana, and they belong to my wife, and she numbers them. Not literally every single one, but she tracks it really well so that if they dwindle and she's not responsible for the dwindling, somebody's going to get in trouble. I don't think that she will notice that this one is missing, but we will find out if she's actually watching this video or not. Teach us to number our days, to remember that they're limited. Teach me to prize this day, to receive it as a great gift and to fill it with as much life, God, as you enable me to do. Otherwise, I'll just throw it. And if you throw away it day after day after day after day, not in defiance, not in open wickedness, just in drifting and, and uh, self-preoccupation, what you lose is that life with God. Teach us to number our days because they are such great gifts and they go by so quickly. And I have been thinking about that a lot over the last couple of days. A couple of days ago, I got to be a part of a Zoom memorial service for Barb Morgan. She died recently at the age of 92. And when I was going to Fuller Seminary and first started to work at a church, First Baptist Church at La Crescenta, Barb Morgan was on staff with me there. And our senior pastor who officiated at the Zoom memorial was John F. Anderson. He would always say the F stood for Frederick as in Frederick the Great. And it was always hilarious because if there's any uh, non-pretentious, down-to-earth, does-not-take-himself-seriously person I have ever known, it was John F. Anderson. So the idea that he would walk around saying, yes, my name is Frederick like Frederick the Great, was funny to anybody who knew him. 
And it was the joy of working with John, under John, on a team with people like Barb that was a big part of my deciding that I would try to use my days to go into church ministry and to preach because it was a great group of people who just loved to be together. John would do crazy things. One time he took another staff guy and I down to Los Angeles to get a selectric typewriter for Barb Atkins, who was also on that call the other day on that Zoom memorial service. And I don't know why it took three of us to go down there. John just wanted us all to go down to LA. So we did that. And then he took us to Pershing Square. If you know Los Angeles at all, this big kind of public gathering place downtown, bunch of people always hanging out there. And he walked to the middle of Pershing Square with this cocky little walk like he used to do sometimes, like he had been invited to be there by the city officials and said, I, I want to thank all of you for gathering here. Now my colleague John Orberg is going to come and preach. And he had me do this old, like, screaming, ranting bit. And then Bubba's going to come and sing. And he had him come and sing. And then everybody applauded. Only John F. Anderson would do that. And when we went back and told everybody, Barb Morgan was the kind of person, very strong-minded person. If she thought you were doing something goofy, she'd just give you the raised eyebrow thing. It was such a great place to work. Her son, Jim Morgan, ended up marrying John F. Anderson's daughter, Mara. And I remember when we were there, there was a freeway. I think it was where the two hooked up with the 210 in La Crescenta. And when you were going to access the freeway, just a sign that said, Begin Freeway. That was back when a name you might be familiar with, Menachem Begin, was the prime minister of Israel. So Jim actually crafted a sign with the word Menachem on it so that the sign now read Menachem Begin Freeway. And we was up there for I don't know how long. It might still be there. I guess people just figure, well... Apparently, we have named this freeway now after the Prime Minister of Israel. And a lot of why I went into ministry was just because of the sheer joy and goodness and love of those days. And so to look on that screen and to see Doc Rainbow and Gary Hess, John F. Anderson, all of these people and faces and names and spirits and hearts that I love so dearly that were so formative to me because it came in such a formative time of my life without whom I might have gone in a real different direction and to think, where in the world did the time go? Where did those days go? What happens? Teach us to number our days because every one of them is so precious. Every one of them is a gift that is given to me from God that I didn't deserve and that I can use to bless somebody else. Teach us to number our days. I thought about that prayer today. My cousin Ricky Ortberg called me up and told me that his dad, my uncle Ron, passed away today, this morning. My dad was one of three boys, the Ortberg boys, Marv and Ron and John. And Ron was the last one that left, and he died today at the age of 91. And Rick was telling me that he was uh, quite independent and quite active up until the last couple of weeks, and then began to fail. And Rick was with him one night uh, over this last week, and Ron just started talking about seven after seven, seven after seven. And Rick did not know what that meant until he took his dad home in hospice care, and he saw on the refrigerator from the church that my Uncle Ron and Aunt Darlene used to go to a prayer, and uh, it said to everybody, you pray this prayer at seven minutes after seven in the morning and seven minutes after seven in the evening. And when not much was clear to my Uncle Ron, that thought, got to talk to God at seven after seven, got to meet with God at seven after seven, that was still there. Teach us to number our days. We're walking together in the fellowship of the withered hand because we can't, but God can. Through 
instruction from Dallas Willard, Renovation of the Heart. We're looking at feelings. This is going to be such a great, deep journey. Here's what Dallas writes on page 119. That if we look at the process of spiritual formation from the standpoint of somebody who's still pretty early on, and apparently I'm somebody who's still pretty early on because this is very relevant for me, it is a major step forward just to sincerely desire not to not sin, that too, but to have different feelings, feelings that lead away from sin. At that early stage, one has to strongly want to not want what one now wants, and to want to want what one does not now want. I can't make myself feel desire for something or stop feeling desire for something. But at a higher level order, I can say, I want to be the kind of person who wants different things. I was talking to a very good friend this morning who was talking about a struggle that I know very, very well of comparing myself to other people and being in competition in some ways that can have goodness to it and a drive for excellence, but can easily degenerate into making my life just an ego-driven, self-preoccupied, miserable little contest. And I can't simply make myself stop having that desire to outshine other people, but I can say, I'd like to have another set of feelings. I'd like to learn to rejoice and delight in the success of other people. I'd like to experience love and joy and peace. I was talking to another friend last night. Uh, four of us were gathered together. Three of us had quite close relationships with our fathers. This fourth one uh, did not have a dad in his life going up, so there was great pain there. But that great pain, through the inversion of the cross and the kingdom, has turned into great love. And he was telling us about a little girl that was a part of their church, and she didn't have a dad. And when she was pretty young, he could tell she needed braces and she would never get them. Her family, her mom wouldn't be able to afford them, so he made sure she got them. And she's pretty grown up now, but he saw her not long ago, and his heart was just filled with love and compassion for her and the desire to speak blessing. Man, to whatever the alchemy is that transforms the pain of loss into the compassion of love, I want that. Teach us to number our days. So here's the invitation for today, along with those words. Think about somebody who blessed your life a long time ago, who is no longer present on this earth, and remember them with great gratitude. And thank God. And reflect on how quickly the days from that era and this one have gone past. And ask God for a heart full of wisdom. And then this, and then this. I have already done this. Uh, set your alarm for 7.07. Depending on what time you're listening to this, 7.07 in the morning or 7.07 in the evening. And when that alarm goes off, just pause. And reflect again on the goodness of the people that God has brought into your life. And what a wonder it is to have the gift of a day. It is like a holy thing. It is like a sacrament, like this little piece of chocolate sea salted almond. Taste and see that the Lord is good. Teach us to number our days. 
God bless this day for you. Guard your heart. Oh man, that's good. Thanks for joining us. There are emails that go along with each episode. And if you'd like to receive those, you can go to becomenew.me slash subscribe. And there you can also sign up to receive daily text alerts. We'll see you next time. Thank you.